question everything. Welcome all you creeps to murder on the Express. We know it's been a minute since you've heard from our lovely voices, but we're really happy to have you guys back. So we hope you mm -hmm. missed us. I hope so. You better. If um, not, then that is very awkward. And if not, just share with everyone else that you know, because there might be nine out of ten people that actually can enjoy us, and you can listen to us just because. Yeah, you're the one person that can't. Yeah. So fuck Shame you. Shame on you. <laughs> Uh, this is Mandy. This is Lisa. And we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? You can just call me AWOL. AWOL. Don't go AWOL. She's not, not crazy. She's passionate. Passionate is the most important word in my resume. Yes. <laughs> what is like the word you'd use to describe yourself or your objective in life? To always be passionate. Yeah. Passion. Really, mine's to be authentic. I like that. To be I just don't want people to know that I'm crazy. Yep. Um, Anna, there's no disguise. Sorry, listen. AWOL. AWOL. <laughs> no disguising that. Anna's about to go AWOL. <laughs> but it's true. You can you can just be passionate about something. So it's always good to be passionate. End of story. Like, no matter what. Have that feisty fieriness about you. Be oh, authentic. Yeah. Yes, be authentic. Be passionate. <laughs> I'm getting that tattooed somewhere. Someday. Be somewhere. authentic. Be authentic. Okay. I feel like you should get it in Italian. Authentico? <laughs> yeah, well, because you are authentic. Italian, too, so that kind of works out. It works out. There's a really good saying that I like um, that I'd have to look up again, but I actually took Italian for one semester when I was in college. Look at you. I know. I felt, like, so, like, ritzy. I was like... Taking Italian. <laughs> I didn't really remember a whole lot. Taking Italian. Um, but as I was saying, there's that uh, Italian saying that I have to look up, and it's like fire in your veins. Like you're such a passionate person, you just have this fire in your veins. I think that's actually a really cool thing. And there's another one that's a theatrical saying that says "in the mouth of the wolf." which I think is a really, yeah, it's like a theatrical saying because they imagine like the old school theaters to look like wolf mouths. So instead of break a leg, they'd be like, oh, you're just in the mouth of the wolf. Interesting. Oh. Which were my two favorite, like, Italian scenes. So. Well, I know an Italian lullaby. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was sang to me when I was a child. That's and I always thought it was written about me, but it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, really? Was there a name to this lullaby? Or yeah. Did you sing it? Um, like, it's like, Pong, Marieletti, Pong, Pong, Pong. So it's about a boy named Nicholas who's being bad. Oh, interesting. that's interesting. Yeah, that's really But funny. since my my middle name is Nicole, you thought it was about you. That's really cute. <laughs> Nicola, Nicole. 
Did your heart hit crash when you realized it wasn't about you? Well, my mom likes to be the fucking bearer of bad news sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, no, that song's about me. That's my lullaby. Even, like, when I was 14 years old, she was just like, that was never written about you. (laughs) Wow, your mom's brutal. Just how she was. <laughs> she's just like that, though. <laughs> how she is. I've never met your mom, so that's just like such a brutal response. Like, here's reality check, real hard, bam. Well, There's don't give no me. Candy see, this is this is no. what like kind of like as a child of hers, like you see like firsthand, and I'm sure it's with all mothers where it's just like. Man, you may act sweet while everybody's fucking here, but you're the Oh, dude, devil. I think that's true with all mothers. You're the like, fucking devil. I love my mom, and I think it's the fact that my mom's a woman, so she, like, knows women just like your mom knows you. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact of, like, yeah, we look pretty, but we're conniving and evil, and we know that about you. It's, we like, just totally... don't tell people that we are conniving yes. or evil. Guys, yes. we are passionate. We're passionate. We've got the fire in our veins. All right, so talking about authentic and fire, let's get to the weed. Oh, yeah. Because we're lit. <laughs> we are not editing that out, because that was a really mighty burp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Lisa, um, what is your strength of the day? It's called abusive OG. All right. And trust me, this will not beat you into submission. I was gonna say, hit me with the truth, and then I was like, maybe that's a little fucked up. But uh, abuse, abuse is no joke. Okay. Yeah. But abusive OG. That's to joke about. So it's a popular um cut of um OG Kush. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a form of OG Kush. All right. Um, is a, a OG is an indica dominant strain that inherited the nicknames of its original owners. Despite its violent name, abusive OG will ease you into a peaceful state of mind that mm. fades over time to a full body relaxation. True to its OG genetics, abusive OG has an earthy spice aroma with subtle lemon undertones. Patients who don't mind mental haziness might choose this strain to remedy pain, anxiety, appetite loss, and sleepiness at the end of their day. Um, Abusive OG may not produce the highest yields in the garden, but makes up for it with its resin cakes buds. Dude, I like that. I like, first off, anything citrus, but I also like the fact that it's, it's more... You got that nice mix, I feel like, of, like, body high, mental high, because my mind's constantly going that it kind of overruns what I feel physically, like, with my body, that I need something that's really going to calm down my mind, but also help with, like, aches and pains throughout the day. Oh, yeah. Getting older is no joke. Oh, fuck. The wrong bed at 25. This is so true. Dude, you cross over, and you're like, wow, I have to pop my back every day. I have a three-day hangover. Like, what the fuck? I feel like I crossed over over when I was, like, 23. I swear to God. I I feel like the Crypt Keeper now. I'm like, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all dying now. (laughs) (laughs) You're dying now. Your hips are gonna hurt. Well, think about it. If you die after the age... Okay, think about it. If you're older, if you're 25 or older and you die, people can say that you've actually lived a life. Think of it that way. Oh, that's true. Because you're a quarter century year old, right? Mm -hmm. So at that point, nobody can say they died too young. We're not too young anymore. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I I permanently have this 
in my mind. I'm either going to die at 72 or 86. Why those specific numbers? I don't know. So I always used to think that I was 86. And then, so this is like weird. But my sister deals with a lot of health issues. And she always thinks that she's going to die young, which freaks me out. So I like kind of like made this promise with God that I was like, all right, I'll accept dying at 72 (laughs) if you give my sister those extra years. So it's like this weird, it's like sweet, but it's weird. But that's why I think I'm going to leave it until 72. Yeah, I like prayed to God. I was like. I'll give you. So you made these a deal with God. How come making a deal with God is all fine and dandy? But, you can't but make if a you make a devil? make a well, deal with the devil, well, because you're selling your soul to hell. Like to be honest, hell has been around for long before Dude, Christian for beliefs. all we know, hell could not even be what people describe it as. What if it's just one gigantic fucking party? What because... if we're already there? This is hell, and we elevate, or this is like one of those limbo factors where then we downgrade or we upgrade. Depending on our life. I mean, in Coco, I feel ready? like we're already in the limbo. land of the dead, and then if we just die, we, we either go, go where the fucking the, party is. There's nothing there left, or we start climbing the goddamn ladder. Exactly. Well, see, that's my whole thing. Like, well, hell predates Christianity. Like, hell is actually from Norse mythology. And it was well, still used Vikings as an expression of, of like, a place of suffering. It's, like, that yeah. place of divine detachment. So, I mean, I personally like to make a deal with God than to deal with the devil. Because I feel like if I don't keep up with my end of the bargain, I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I can't be like, you're a devil. Sorry, about that. You're a devil. I'm not. Like, I got, like, I got him. He's got me. He's like, I don't know. That's just me. But that's why I have 72 and 86 in my I thought the universe. That's got me. Yeah, universe, dude. All I the honestly powers, feel... All the energies, like, all that positive goodness. Goody goodness. <laughs> well, and I think the universe is part of you, just like I think the universe can be synonymous to my idea of God. The universe is in your eye. Mm-hmm. No iris is alike. Everyone's is different. I actually find myself staring into my eye a lot because I think it's really pretty. I'm like, ooh, what are your colors? Speaking of <laughs> eyes. Talk about your ego. Speaking of eyes, yes. we got that really cool, thick um, eye design that I have coming out. So the yes. eye that you see on Instagram is getting revamped into a Murder on the 420 Express version Hell of yeah. that eye. The all-seeing eye, whatever you want to fucking call it. But... The one you see on Instagram right now is actually from my old tattooing business yep. that I had. So. Which she was really good at. And she's a really great designer. She's a really great designer for um, our merchandise. So I'm really excited. We're really excited to launch that. Oh, yeah. We've been working Check it out. super hard at that Once again, Instagram handle, Murder on the 420 Express. You can find us on their YouTube channel, Murder on the 420 Express. Dude, it's super. Twitter, super. We're the only murder for twenty on the. Exp- we're the what only we? murder for twenty out there. <laughs> Just look us up. You will not be disappointed. I am not disappointed with this honey. Oh yeah, tell them about the honey you got. Oh, so I got this uh, THC honey from uh, the local dispensary here, um, and it's by Cannabella. And it's got 72% THC content in there. I'm feeling really good. And I don't even know, like, I'm for sure a drinker for all occasions. A-Wall can drink. 
for mm. all intents and purposes, I am a drinker. <laughs> yeah, everything, anything. But take it behind. But it was really nice. I think if I did that in my tea, like, it would probably be... <laughs> I just go into yeah. work real happy. Like, I told you, to go the day. customers don't have any... I was going to say his name. Any customers <laughs> that make you really upset and give you a migraine at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's too early for that shit. No, it's too early to care at that point. Nope. Well, Fuck. so speaking of eyeballs and designs and all of this other stuff, what do we have today as far as our well, topic? Fuck it. What's our topic today? <laughs> what is our topic today? Well, it has, it's not because. eyeballs or designs, but it is skinwalkers and werewolves. See, every time I think of a werewolf changing or a man changing into a werewolf, I get the version of Hemlock Grove, which is where like the yes, eyeballs, like, oh, oh my gosh, and then like you like your skin literally you have the bad boy off. gypsy. Who, yeah. I mean, if you guys haven't seen Hemlock Grove, let me tell you, there's probably it's probably one of it's my opinions fucking... when I think of a werewolf. I will say this. It is super, super weird. weird. It's so weird. And it is really hard to follow because it is written so weird. (laughs) I was going to say different. So did you guys all watch that? Come on, bro. I finished it. I finished it, too. I was like, what? Okay. I mean, like, it was good. I think it kind of came full uh, circle, but me. It was just super weird. I it don't was. know. It was kind of, like, outlandish, too, because you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> All right. I'm seriously not believing any of this shit right now. This cannot like possibly happen. It's different. It's kind of like tr- a different version of True Blood, too, to be honest, and then a it different is. version of Twilight. It is. I feel like there's all these different versions of, like, But they all have the same concept. Concept, the same foundation. That's and I think, I think when you have the same, like, the element is the same in every single, yeah, whether it be a different genre, like, like a Twilight, let's, like, be real honest, like, that wasn't, like, a scary or a horror film. No. I, that was a fucking fuck time film. It was, like, a youth romance film. If we want to even go that far. But yeah. I mean, it's like pretty much every genre is different, and they're the same. I feel like there's truth behind it. I feel like I dated a werewolf. No, okay, thank you. I feel like they all they do exist. I do. Why else do you see these hairy ass men? Like I really <laughs> believe, and maybe dogs sometimes. Not well, to be rude, technically speaking, if they're really hairy, then they really have like a lot of testosterone going through their okay, body. Okay, so which, if that is the case, if you do have a lot of testosterone. I'm going through your body that means you have a high sex drive which entails kind of means that you're good in bed so I would say all the hairy guys are good in bed but I I see my basis I only did one I only dated one I have learned my lesson one can I (laughs) I learn my lesson I said let me see your chest before we fuck I need to know (laughs) what I'm getting myself into Okay. From I then, no more hairy men. No I've more dated, werewolves. You're like, oh no. I'm done. I, did, I dated two guys that don't have hair. Okay. That weren't able to grow any hair. Okay. <laughs> we will say names. We will say names. <laughs> They're the best in bed I've ever had. Dude, even so though that perception. alone. You yeah. know what? I was like, even though like no hair means lower testosterone levels. Oh, I I don't think I that's don't the case at all. Let me tell you, 
current man, whether you guys listen to this or not, he can grow a fine-ass beard. He doesn't have a lot of chest hair, and he kills it in bed. Well, that's what I'm saying, body hair-wise. Yeah, like, I don't body think hair wise, I think, it's I think like you have higher mentality, or I think it's like a bloodline like you come down. I truly believe Whatever it is, about it. I swear to God, every hairy man either had dog up in their fucking genealogy, or they just don't know that that's what that is, or they're just too much testosterone. But either way, I really believe... In werewolves. I believe yes. in werewolves and I believe in certain versions of vampires. Like, those are two things that I can I don't believe in an Edward Cullen. I don't know. No, I don't But I definitely believe it. Because if you, <laughs> if you give up, there's too much thing. history on it. If you give up something for, like, mortality, I can see where vampires would not be able to walk into daylight anymore. I can see where that kind of correlates. We did all watch Blade growing up, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, then. So I'm a firm believer that that's a valid statement. And it's super, what is it? Um, Not Supernatural. What's the other one with the vampires? Vampire Diaries? Okay. Where they have these beautiful witch fucking... The rings, the rings okay. that were blessed by witches? I am cool. all about it. Okay, I will... You never know. We don't know what exists. I I like the I like the backstory with vampires in the originals, which ties in with yes, um, Vampire Diaries. Yeah, is that the 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 day walking rings, like and the moon rings for werewolves too, which helps them not change. Um, how witches kind of can suppress that is that witches actually brought about those creatures. So, yes. this kind of goes full circle, because as I get into skinwalkers and werewolves, you're going to hear a lot of, like, witchcraft or witch yes. origins, which I find to be really fascinating. So, do you have any fun facts? I have lots. Fun Just facts. Do you see these papers? One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm you know, I'm gonna like be. I feel like I should them. be doing research on this shit, but I kind of like going with the flow. I like having you go with the flow because you help with the editing and uploading. I like to do the research because I like your original reactions. If I tell you too much, then I feel like it's always not like authentic. a scripted. Yeah, it's not oh, yeah. passionate. I like being authentic. <laughs> All right, so per one definition, Navajo based, a skinwalkers were an evil witch, which could be male or female. I learned that from AWOL. Um, who has the ability to shapeshift. Animals associated with shapeshifters or skinwalkers are coyotes, rats, bats, ravens, or other animals associated with the darker, thinner connotations like bat omens. Um, on one website... Huh? Yes, yeah. in Native American history, owls were technically considered a bat omen. So you could probably do... I just put those in, but there's like a huge list. So I wouldn't be surprised. Even Even spiders. Yeah, anything that's Dude, negatively connotated. The fuck out of Osiris Spider. today. We went to JC Penny so Sean could get pants because we had to turn into his coke uniforms. Oh yeah. Um, so we were in the Halloween section because that's where he wanted to be, and I yeah. found this like giant little spider thing, and oh, it was God. just I got on the floor and I was You're like, yes. Dude, he was like, and I was like laughing my ass off, and people thought I was being a mother person on the face of the planet and I was like yeah okay I threw a grasshopper at my oldest the other night she She freaked out I have never seen my child so mortified in her life (laughs) Mike does that with with his daughter all the time like throw fake snakes throw certain things she freaks out one time he said okay so he's like he's like 
I don't want to say her name, but he's like, go, uh, go pet that goose over there. They were at one of the lakes around Reno. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that. He's like, just go do it. I'm sure they're friendly. This goose became like the fucking exorcist. Like, <laughs> it must have been like protecting eggs or something, but it's like whipped around. Like its neck was like three sixes, like 180. Freaked out, hissed at her with its little sharp teeth. It's like, and like, <laughs> like wings went up. And she jumped, like, ten feet over. Like, I've never seen a kid. It's like the supernatural testosterone leap of, like, boom. And I'm right over here. And she started crying and crying. And she couldn't help it. She was crying. And Mike was, like, trying to console her and laughing so hard. I felt so so bad. Anyways, back to skinwalkers. So, a couple websites I found gave me some really good insights. Um, besides being able to transform, they can also steal people's faces. So they can like literally look at you and steal your face as like a disguise. Have you have you seen Game of Thrones? I seen the Game faceless of- man. <gasps> yes, that's what I thought of. See, that's that's a really good reference. So if you guys haven't seen it, you probably find like the faceless man on YouTube, and you'll see like that transition. It's true though because that. Like, that's kind of how they do it, and I wonder you if they got that yourself completely in order to put yourself into a new skin. Yeah. You have to so not know pretty much, who you are, essentially. You just yeah. forget. You're, yeah. You no longer exist. Exactly. You become you become something else, and someone else, and you become, like, absorbed. Well, I, which is why I think they are in a negative light, because they have no conscience. Yeah, so it's like that that humanoid with there's no too animalistic like predator mentality. There's yes. no like empathy. There's no there's no ego con- or consciousness or yeah. higher level of consciousness. Exactly. At that they point, they pretty much. Well, yeah, you wouldn't become all ego because ego is you realize is your own consciousness. You would essentially, in order to change into something else, you would have to kill off that ego to create a new one. Okay. And just say you have to be without ego. Yeah. So the original ego would be that of loss. So yeah. pretty much <laughs> yeah, it's so a basically... severe case of multi-personality disorder. Hey, it's that all was about another Patricia because Patricia like... just did it. That was another thing I was going to do with the... Patricia? You have clearly not seen that movie either. I'm going to give you a list. I haven't seen this movie. It's Split. Where they have... Oh, Split. Oh, okay. No, Patricia. I've seen it. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I have seen it. I was like... <laughs> Patricia. Hey, get a little DID on me. <laughs> um, but that's another thing that they, they, they think too. I'm going to get more into that with werewolves is the disassociative identity disorder, which can also bring about animals. I'll bring that up here in a minute because I got a movie that goes off of that. Um, if you make eye contact, lock eyes, that they can possess you and basically use you for their will. Um, some skinwalkers can poison you with the powder of corpses, like an evil witch potion. Hmm. I know. Talk about some shysty shit. I didn't know that. That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, the Navajo word for skinwalkers is translated to he who walks on all fours. Which I think is really interesting. Um, apparently, skinwalkers beyond folklore are pretty modern with cases dating from late 1990s to early 2000s. Uh, skinwalkers are known to walk very, very fast. Or, like, not walk, but, like, be able to run and almost, like, time travel. They can walk up to 200 miles in one evening. So, the Flash. 
Yeah, pretty much. But they're like, <laughs> just down this way. That's fucking insane. They tend to be yeah. cemetery stalkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creepy, I know. Like, so, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Skinwalkers perform chants to recruit other skinwalkers. But apparently, though, everything else is crazy. You can kill them by saying their true human name when they're in their skinwalker form. So, like, if they transition into, like, another person or another identity, if you say their name, it, like, debilitates them. And then you have the opportunity to kill them. Kind of like in Split when they found his true name, the person who he really is. Like that big brother, like that. Yeah, yeah, everyone else goes quiet because he comes forward. Yes. How crazy is that to be in your own mind and have, like, all this... Dude, it's the brain. We'll have to do a, uh, a, a episode on this, but the brain is a mighty tool for a lot of shit. And like, just thinking of how your personality is conducted by like the divots and the synapses in your brain connecting is insane. Like one minor puncture to like this portion of your brain could cause you to be completely like different. different. Yeah, like very antisocial yeah. or extremely social. Could you imagine social. like remember all those times you bumped your head as a kid? Like, yeah, you just probably bumped yourself of, up. Which he just did. <laughs> yeah. So I probably you got a different Osiris but, uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> He's different, a different child. child. <laughs> so um, the biggest case that I want to go into before werewolves is uh, Skinwalker Ranch located in Utah. It is an isolated piece of property what? that is known to have angel sightings, UFO sightings, angel? skinwalker sightings as its most known and prominent. I think angel kind of falls into like UFO because it's like that alien-esque. Okay. Yeah. Um, A lot of like evil poltergeist activity. Like I don't want to say it, but demonic activity. It's and not a curse word. She said demonic, guys. I know, but it freaks me out. I don't like saying that. Um, apparently the, this isolated area in, uh, in, is in Utah. People can visit it. A lot of Utah people. Utah just sounds like, sound so random. You want to know why? You want to know why? So all the Mormons are bringing about these evil witch curses. <laughs> Dude, have you seen a sister? Like, Sean showed me this freaking, um. It has to like deal with one? people um, getting out of what seems like an, uh, no, polyamory. Oh, yeah, or, where they have to, like, escape. Like, they're literally, yeah, like, they're kidnapped escaping. in the middle of the night because they're so, um, like, certain Mormon, like, I thought it was, like, like, it, like, escaping being Amish or something like that because the women are, like, dressed. Like, I'm not judging anybody for their very, religious yeah, dressed, beliefs, like, but this is straight up, like, they take it to a religious belief of polyamory. These women escape, and, like, they're sisters, they, they, yeah, they, range they like are 13, 12, They're 13. basically, like, shunned if they decide to leave and, like, nobody will talk to them. Like, everything that they've ever known is just gone. Yeah. Like... It's, it's kind of the same of, like, if you don't want to be Amish anymore and you just want to yeah. live. But it's, like, a more like, extreme on, like, that polyamory love where it's, like, there's one husband, like, 13 wives. But what I'm saying, still what I'm trying to say, I'm not saying anybody's religion no, is wrong. No, no, no. But this what is I'm all... saying is, is that I really don't believe, I truly believe the Mormon religion is not the religion because it's like I don't understand it it's the same as like Scientology like I just don't comprehend I feel like you're being mistaken so there are different types of Mormons and this is very important not all Mormons 
are about polyamorous but What if they're bringing the bad juju? But you, you know, have to think. You got like Skinwalker Ranch. There are different <laughs> types. Well, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. I you don't know either. Why are you afraid I of don't. something that you do not know? Do not I'm be not unknowing. Afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. These are the words Mormon. You can say it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, they're going to come it. after me. So, like, when I, I think, uh, so when I went to college, I did like a whole um, semester on world religions. Actually, I did two because I was really interested in anthropology, cultural anthropology. And you're right. Uh, well, there are a lot of different versions just like Buddhism has a lot of different versions to it that people oh, yeah. know about. Christianity is Hinduism. broken up into a ton of different religions. So it's all, I think it's the practice that you don't agree with. Like the practice of it seems a bit morbid. I think to each his own when it comes to religion, because religion to me is very man-made. I'm a very it's spiritual very, person. Well, I think for me, because I'm such a free-lived person, when I see somebody or I see people following mm-hmm. something that I view as suppressive. Yeah. It, it's kind of bothers your humanity it, a bit. It does. Just a yeah, little bit. That. And I think I, I will say it, I complete I don't agree with certain religions at all. I'll yeah. put it out there, but everybody is different and everybody has to go their own course and their own path. Totally. So And it's all you know it's and like like Anna said, don't be afraid of something that you don't know. Do not be afraid of the unknowing. In order to know, you need to ask questions. Exactly. But here's the thing. It doesn't uh, It doesn't spark my attention. Oh, like it's just not something that interests you. It's not something that interests me. So you can go on and on and on and talk about it. And I'll just be like, it's, to me, it's the same as anybody else if you were to talk to somebody who's kind of closed-minded. And I'm being closed-minded in this sense, and that's something I'm not proud of. You just kind of glazed over when it comes to talking it's, about that, because it doesn't interest you. No. It, Until well, now, you think they're all part of the fucking skin crawler epidemic. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Conspiracy. Are you, so when you enter One of many. Day, or when you enter not we'll more than when you there. enter Utah, there is a <laughs> Mormon that town. you have to fill out Mormon. before entering. Are you Mormon, or are you a skinwalker? If you're just someone else, you better just keep on going straight through Utah. What? No, I'm just messing with you. Oh, I was like, really, I need to go through Utah. Who wants to do a road trip? I know. Yes, because we want to get a skin like, what happens if you catch one? Well, do not make it, eye contact. Is I it, really. They'll possess you. That's probably well, why no, nobody catches it, you. They is look it at like you and they're just like, oh, gosh, exactly. No, they look you more like gold? really thin coyotes. I feel like they would have to be like it depends on good looking in order to possess you. If they're they are, probably very exotic looking. Like. What if that's what happened in a lot of positive energy or very curious energy? Like those to where you're just mysterious. like, what the fuck? A fishing pole just waiting what to catch if, something. What if that's what happened to Mr. B? Mr. B. Mr. B. Who's Mr. B? Remember, oh. I was telling you he saw a little yellow-eyed creature. Oh, oh! He doesn't well, listen to Squidward. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, we just call him Squidward too. So awesome. He doesn't listen to the podcast. So, um, maybe that was something in this house. See, but I feel like not having a physical form, I think, leads it to automatically be like that's a something spirit. else. Yeah, you have to have a physical structure. form, and I think in Navajo because it's the but biggest what one. It's a human that transforms. It's yeah. usually like a malicious. Which a practicing witch that can yeah. transform. It's a possibility. I'm telling you right now. I am telling you right now. 
I don't know if this is big in Navajo culture, but I know from personal experience because I like to intake drugs. I will be honest. I like to do certain Peyote. things. Peyote, shrooms, acid. You go on a little walkabout with yourself and you just go find yourself. You might actually start thinking, hey, maybe I'm just a skinwalker because I've been practicing this shit. Maybe that's like where it comes into the brain and the psychology Dude, of it. you're going to fuck me up. Maybe I'm a skinwalker. Lisa's time on shrooms, just like. Yes, I found my identity. I'm a Mormon skinwalker. Dude, my order is skinwalker. If you ingest a lot more than you're used to taking, you're probably going to get a little sick, so don't worry about that. I think the best is if you just take a little dust and put on some toast. Know that the caps are for your mind. The stems are for your body. I'll guide you through. I'll be your buddy. Oh, I need a buddy. You do need a buddy when you're on that shit. You need someone to make sure you don't die. Should I? Yes. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, we're not promoting this, though. By all means, you do your own thing. But I'm just saying. Be of age and be able to afford your habit. Hey, I will at least say this. If it's not hurting anybody. Just, if you want to do it, that's your own thing. That's my thing too. And just choose wisely. Do drugs wisely. (laughs) (laughs) If it's organic. (laughs) If it's organic, it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's organic. Got it. It's not GMOs. It's totally okay. It's not like it's meth. It's organic. It's vegan. It's soy-free. It's one of the healthiest drugs that you can intake. Although I kind of wonder about that because it is poisoning that you're like, you're poisoning your body. Yeah, it's a fun drug. Well, also, it's not meth. It's cool. There's more. Well, also, it's not meth. I'm just going to say, I think werewolves are the sexiest creatures. Did you know, when I was in high school, I used to um, go to the library, the public yeah. library, and I used to go to the romance novel section, and there is a um, moon series that is erotic romance novels that deal with, with werewolves. werewolves. Oh, I read one. By was it like your... the howling, the calm? No, okay, it actually, because... What interests me about it is that there was a, it was also when I was reading Twilight at the time, um, but there was a book in the series called New Moon. And oh, it's and that all, same one? Yeah, it's all of the books are listed as Red Moon, Blood Moon, New Moon, okay. Ghost Moon, like all of these like different, like kind moons. of moons. It brings out a different level voice. No, it's actually different mates. They're, they're different stories so of how they fall in love. you should watch The Calling, and you should watch The Seeking, and The Howling. There's, like, also another book series that's really similar to that. It gets really, like, crazy. But, but it totally, really yeah. got me into, like, that's hot, like hardcore, mm. like, werewolf porn. Well, is that, yeah. that one? <laughs> it's not really true. hot in here, guys. Yeah. That's why I have to give it to I mean, I can open my hands up. But, no, not, okay. like. Oh, woo. Oh, fire sparked that this morning. It's okay, guys. Okay. Um, no, but it, like, not like a. I don't know where I was gonna go with that. I lost my train of thought. Anyways, but anyways, werewolves—a person who can turn into a wolf, 
usually when there's a full moon. Um, there's a psychological case of lycanthropy where one who may or may not have disassociative identity disorder truly believes they can turn into a wolf either at will or through specific circumstances. So in the 18th or in the 17th, 18th and 19th century in England, there was a ton of cases. Plus, I felt like England was the place where a lot of like um, psychology was being studied. You know, they would do like the whole getting into your lobes and shock treatment and shock therapy. So a lot, I feel like by doing all that stuff, if you really had a, a person who was having a mental disorder and bringing them to that break, I could totally see them just being like, I'm an animal now. now. Maybe that's I'm what happened with shit. like American Horror Story Asylum because there yeah. was that creature. I wouldn't be surprised because American Horror Story, like that's my theory is like those asylum like locations but american horror story in general yeah that one like freaked me out but i wouldn't be surprised if it was just a human and humans that truly believe that as we were just talking about split there's also a movie called bitch which is really crazy it's like an independent movie and it talks about like the psychotic break of someone and turning into like a dog themselves and not being able to recognize themselves until they're ready to come back as, like, that human Dude. when they're, like, ready to be treated right. Like, they've just literally been broken and broken and broken and broken and broken. All of a sudden, they're a dog. This fucking child was acting like a dog the other day. Yeah, he came over to my house and was, like, hanging out with my dog. The next thing you know, he's, like, walking on all fours and, like, barking and, like, howling. I'm, like... That's how my oldest is, too. I caught her um, drinking out of a bowl. Like a dog. Really? I'm, like, what the hell do you think you are? A dog. Duh. He'll take he'll take the toys, he'll put it in his mouth and he'll, yep, like, and he'll like flick it around like a dog. It was and I'm just like all right. the craziest thing. Alright. Um, <laughs> so werewolf. He's gonna go into martial arts. He's gonna oh, yeah. put that energy to fucking some good use. Okay. <laughs> that way I know my baby's always protected. He can protect himself. <laughs> werewolf actually means man wolf. And lycanthropy is Greek term for wolf human. So it didn't have a gender. So in Greek mythology, you could be a male or female and be affected. Um, well, on note, first reported cases began in 1150 AD of werewolves affecting small villages throughout the world. Wait, what? Yeah. That go- Wait, it goes that far back? Probably goes back further, but the most, like, the first documented So where the case- fuck have all these werewolves gone? Maybe they don't have enough witches to be giving them those nice rings. I'm just saying. I do believe in all of this. So it's yeah, it's hard not to you if everything is possible, you gotta take that into consideration. You just have to think also, yeah. how does the full moon affect you? It affects everyone. Oh, so yeah. why would it not affect like the full moon's out of there? There must be a full moon going on because you can just feel your shift in your own energy. Yeah. And if you don't know how to ground your energy, you become subject to everything else. So- oh. Uh, very prominent <laughs> in Germanic culture, in literature, and paganism. Yes, Van so Helsing. Yes, exactly. You gotta go into so. Dude, there's a Netflix original on Van Helsing, but it's like modern time. I just saw oh, it. Yeah, I heard it's like a, it's almost post-apocalyptic. I, right? I was actually yeah. going to put yeah. that on. Oh really? I was literally gonna put that on, and then I lost to fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> Kids, man. Um, in the Middle Ages, a man by the name of Bajan or Bajon, he's not alive to tell me, who had a magical gift and could turn himself into a wolf, did so, and a huge wolf hut enthralled, and when Bajon transformed back into a human, he pled mercy to the king overseeing his land and stayed as a guard in his court. So that was the first one in 1150 AD. 
the Vikings, those Sexy, sexy motherfucking Viking. You're welcome. I've graced you with oh, my presence. My gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're Swedish. Hey, I'm Norwegian, so we kind of work together. Yeah. My werewolf boyfriend. I put this on everything. He's German, Swedish, and Norwegian. Look at that. I'm telling you. Oh, my high school sweetheart. Oh, mm-hmm. see, it happens. And I'm telling you, the real. <laughs> so uh, we're all known for their wolf men. In fact, uh, for instance, Harold the First of Norway was known to have the body of a wolf. And mm. You know, kind of maybe in that description, it could mm. be just completely hairy. But I would find it to be like, oh, you got the body of a wolf, man. <laughs> well, think about how all of like, the maidens—well, they are all cut the because they were always no. in battle and they had all their scars and they. Would, they would have these huge, like, nine-day parties during the solstice when mm-hmm. apparently, like, wolves would come about, and they would just, like, ingest all these, like, drugs, like a total Burning Man before Burning Man, <laughs> and they would go and just have this huge, like, orgy fest, and all these wolf men would, like, appear. I mean, that's our culture. If I was single and in my early 20s, okay. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, all, like, the whole village just, like, all of you just had sex? For like the soul. Imagine the day after. That's my thing. <laughs> imagine yeah, like, I Imagine going back to the village <laughs> carrying all your shit and you're just like, Hi Greg. Yeah. What's going on? You here? find out like three or four hoes are pregnant and you're like, okay. I who's a baby daddy? Because you got this person, you got but this person. It's a giant orgy. Well, so you all pitch in as a community and help. That's why that's the saying is it takes a village to, to raise, raise a child. your hair like your family like back to like you back back you could be a little hairy do it. you no. could be like oh fuck we were like, inbred so seven a times huge, there was a huge like phasey like hazy time period because everyone was fucking everyone everybody's just but then also everybody. when they felt guilty they were like oh it's a witch that slept with me or oh it was an incubus in the middle of the night see this is why I'm carrying I just have sex with that man I truly believe exactly dude that if I lived back then, I'd be, like, one of the seers. I truly believe that. I could totally see that. I could see you just being, like, hawk flies over you. You'd be like, you're Joel. fucked. Your fields are fucked. <laughs> you would be like your mom version of a seer. You would be, like, the bear of bad news. Your mom version of a seer. Like, I'm just not allowed in public. I was not made about you. I'm just not allowed in public because I'd be like the maiden, and then as soon as I get old, I get wrinkly, and then I'm allowed out of the cave. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's horrible. They would actually a lot of seers would have like the fairest maidens in the village, and they would just have them as like. That's what place. I'm saying. Like I'd be one of those, <laughs> just kept away, and they just give you like the magical like smoke, and you just do your dance and. <sighs> Yeah. Don't touch me. It was the original Sugar Man <laughs> Sugar Daddy complex. Um, and this is where our roots come from. <laughs> okay, there's an orgy that happened in 1105 AD. We don't know who great, 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 great 20 great grandpas was. But we okay. know also that. Now we know why we're such hoes. <laughs> we're we're, we're going away. back to we our bread. Now this is why Mormons be loving this shit. Mormons I are like, we're Swedish and Norwegian. <laughs> oh, fuck, I just folded my <laughs> You got this? It it's okay. Cool. I understand now. I'm See, so happy I think, a life can do today. Namaste, to be honest, I guys. think the 
biggest thing that I have against certain forms of polyamory in the Mormon religion is the fact that men can have a bunch of wives, but wives can't have a bunch of husbands. And this is why we are feminists. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, how dare you say what I can't have five million fucking husbands? I can husbands. have 13 husbands if I want to. In Egyptian time, I'm a goddess. Like, sit down. I keep telling Yeah, Shana. exactly. Oh, sit you guys seen American Gods, by the way? No. Check it out. There's literally, <coughs> there's literally a goddess who's like this goddess of sex or whatever, and she's like in uh, North Africa, like Egyptian times. She literally gets her powers from sleeping with people and it's the craziest thing she like they get really tiny and she gets really big and she like shoves them in her vagina but it's like it's not as gross as it sounds it's actually like really beautiful like it's kind of like it's kind of like hot and then all of a sudden you just see her do that and you're like what <laughs> happened okay so come we'll to me bring the whole new being she would just become this like multi-powerful like goddess after she like ingested somebody and it would be like men and women and like I yeah she had I, she has standard obviously she wasn't like Afro I've been level. I've yeah, been telling Sean I'm like I am I am your goddess I am a goddess <laughs> I keep telling him this I keep trying to remind him I'm like I'm a fucking I don't goddess. even say that I sound a motherfucking queen see I understand that without me there is no you <laughs> get that we live together Yes. But I am better. <laughs> I have myself here. See, for me, I'm like, That's you do your part. <laughs> you do your part. I'll do my part. If you stop doing your part, I'm sure it's helping okay? start. Yes. In your relationship, my you're relationship not a feminist. Very different. <laughs> there's also a new religion called AWOL. And there's a religion Follow called, it. Yes. She's going to be publishing a book, and she's going to be putting it on Amazon. If you want to be a goddess, you follow Leesonism. If you want to be a queen, you like follow them. AWOL. Yes, Queenie. Be your goddess. I want to be a goddess. Queen over Think here. about it. Think about it. You're, <laughs> you're a goddess. Okay? Yeah, why not? You can do anything. You can make I mountains. You can do whatever the hell I want to. Queen, you will just bathe in your enemy's blood. And, and what is wrong with that, Lisa? Sounds like nothing. Elizabeth Bathory. The queen I'm over here, like, that bathed in blood for a well, Are you beauty. a vampire? Because that's how vampires came out. <laughs> <gasps> little bruja vampire yeah you know my boyfriend was always like what the fuck is you doing with your pinch of bruja shit <laughs> i'm just saying that's awesome you're like i don't know i'll be immortally beautiful but i don't know what you're gonna have so with you. Anna, okay. Anna is the queen i am the goddess and you are i'm the goddess queen <laughs> the two of you. I'm glad that we could figure this it's out. It's a day to day basis. What I feel like being most times, I feel totally like just a. In all honesty, I feel like a warrior goddess myself. I feel like Look I am you. just straight on the battlefield. She's the general. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm is. just straight on. Well, and let me just tell you, my boyfriend is a six foot six ginger. Not only is he feisty as fuck. He's also very handsome, Ginger. He's got, like, the auburn And you ginger, only ever but... have fucking fuckable or the unfuckables yes. Gingers, okay? There's really no and in he between. is, oh, dude, it's totally true. There's, like, a split. And he is really? very fuckable. I have I yet to meet a moderately okay-looking Ginger. Yeah. You're either hot as fuck There's like or no we need between. to we need to put you in the closet. In the closet. I feel like Don't this is where it comes, it. like, grow that beard. 
grow out your hair, get that natural beauty, because I think you can, I think that's certain, it's like training like a little bonsai tree, like you can start <laughs> off with a little tree that you're like, I have a vision for you, and then you can be it turns the unfuckable to fuckable, like we worked that shit out. Are you talking about Peter? Remember middle school? I do not remember a Peter. Pete, he was a ginger. I know a lot of all right. My favorite him. one is Ronald Weasley. That's my favorite. Ronald too. Weasley. He's still. I love him. If you're listening to this, you I'm got a white also. AWOL. Also, if you're <laughs> listening to this, we share the same birthday. Oh, he's a Virgo too. The, uh, the actor and I share the same birthday. Yeah, he's a Virgo too. Yeah. That's Not awesome. the actual Ronald Weasley, it's the actor. Yeah. The real person. The real behind person. Ronald Weasley. Yeah. The shapeshifter behind it, right? The, sh- the skinwalker <laughs> of Ronald Weasley. That is exactly it. That's so Ronald are Weasley. all actors skinwalkers? What do you think like... Hollywood's made out of? There's Give the Illuminati. Curse. Look at Cursed. Have you guys ever seen that movie? It's a yeah. cheesy as fuck movie with Christina Ricci. But guess what? Everyone in Hollywood is a fucking werewolf. That's a glorified Hollywood tone for a skinwalker. <gasps> I think we done solved this case. (laughs) Hollywood's a bunch of skinwalkers, and we're trying to get so going through the dry history. But there's a lot in here. There were many reports of werewolf attacks through Western Europe in the 16th century, mostly through evidence shown against cases of murder and cannibalism, and actually not really involving wolves. There was just people who wanted to say that they were werewolves and ate their family members. Um, 16th to 18th century in Europe and UK, there was a plethora of werewolf and witchcraft cases, especially prominent in the Holy Roman Empire. Which I want to mention, I've been to the Vatican City, and I've traveled all over Western Europe, and let me tell you, Rome and the Vatican City, the Vatican City is literally like an island in itself for its government. Okay, I got holy water against vampires there, and I got it because I saw it, it was actually kind of expensive. I also got a uh, rosary, I got three rosaries blessed by the Pope against evil spirits, and there is a lot of talk about like cursed woods and cursed islands and werewolves and vampires and witches like that stuff is so real to that culture which is is why i'm not catholic anymore i was born and raised a roman catholic roman catholic no one i don't know if i should be high-fiving that (laughs) and werewolves it's just in your I blood. Was, it's my pinche right. ruha blood, man. It's in the veins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, I'm half a believer, and then I'm half a supernaturalist. It just comes together. It was after- I'm a spiritualist. <clears throat> spiritualist, that's what I'm saying. Because I feel like when you <laughs> categorize yourself as a spiritualist, you're not believing in a religion, but or like a god. You are believing in the moment like of everything. Yeah, of. you believe in a little bit of everything. There's got to be some truth behind it. There's got to be a higher power. We don't know. Is that one person? No. Is it even a person? What we'll is it? We'll have to go into that because we're going to talk about all sorts of religions in one of our oh future seasons. It'll it's be exciting. great. This is so that people that listen to us are not ignorant. Okay? We're going to go through this and we're actually going to go through the history of it. We'll share our links. I'm obviously, I will AWOL. learn about Mormonism <laughs> then. Yes, I uh, yeah, you'll be you'll be the specialist on Mormonism. I've already given you that task, <laughs> and it sounds so exciting. <laughs> I'm I can't a specialist wait to hear it. on Mormonism. 
I'm gonna put that on my resume. <laughs> put it on your specialist appointment. We did an episode about it. Here's the link. You listen to it. You'll be able to. <laughs> you can go follow it on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there you go. Specialties. I'm authentic, and I specialize in Mormonism. What else do you no, want? I completely. I compl- I'm on Anna's level when it comes to spirituality. It's completely what you make it. Like your yeah. religion is your religion. It's not gonna be to a T. Everything is different. Everybody's realities are different. Everybody perceives yep. everything different. So your spirituality is what it's you part make of that. it. Exactly. Um, the last little case. That I want to talk about is the Beast of Givadon, which terrorized the general area of the former province of Givadon, now called Lesere in south central France from the year 1764 to 1767. It was known as a giant gray wolf that seemed bigger than most wolves in that area, so they believed it to be a werewolf. They do have that bigger than normal wolves foundation in almost every culture. Yeah, which I think is really interesting. Was it like the wolves that died off and became extinct? I have no idea what it would. I'm never like what would it be. But like even if you take a look at all of your movies and like they just get bigger. Yeah, I feel like. And so like if you don't already follow Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, those big ass wolves, the House of Wolves. Yeah, they already said that they thought that all of them had died out. Yeah. Now, dude, I would love to own a wolf, like, and I'm totally for free animals, but I think a lot there's a lot of wolf hybrids that people are just dumb and they breed, or you've got the wolves, or you got the dogs that were released or wild that bred mm-hmm. with wolves in the area, and they just need to be sanctioned. There's actually a really great wolf conservatory and sanctuary in Lake Tahoe. So if any of you guys are in that area, yeah. you can volunteer. You do have to fill out forms. You have to make sure your shots occur. You have to get specialized training. But you can go up there. There's a really a lot of great advocates for wolf dogs. or I believe they're wolf dogs, not wolf hybrids. I believe wolf dogs is the correct term. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that, like just an old school type of wolf that nobody really knew existed and just wandered around. I used to own a wolf. She was, Did her you? name was Trouble. It's funny. Oh. We called her Trouble Wolverina. Oh. And then our last name. Yes. And she was half collie and half northern wolf. Half I have no idea what northern wolf that means. I just, she was absolutely <laughs> Stunning really? and brilliant and quick. They're very conniving, dominating creatures. Like yes. you have to make sure you are constantly alpha with them, and they will always test you. She was definitely a tester. We had her for a couple of years until she learned how to escape out of our backyard, oh. and we never saw her again. She just went off to be in the wild. She just went off. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. You have to have lots of land if you want a wolf. There are some people who are fine with wolves, but if you you want a wolf you have to have lots of land no chickens they will massacre your chickens um and make sure that if you raise them you get them um either a, a year or younger because i think anything older they can be too dominating yes they're already pretty much set in their ways like yeah. most men <clears throat> <laughs> yeah once men hit two years old you're like right, you're set in your ways. we're fucked we're done <laughs> we're done um, and then they are like dogs so until the 20th century yeah men are a lot like dogs which i feel is funny because i feel like women can be a lot like dogs you hear that men because women can be bitches and bitches are the we have a natural instinct of that oh i will tell you what when i look at people there's like sometimes those instant characteristics that like i know what you are 
I know who you are. I know what kind of animal I you are. Allow me to exert my alphabet. Yeah. Back the fuck up. And you should. <laughs> you should be able. And I feel like being a free spirit. Like I'm very much a free talker, and sometimes I don't have a filter that maybe I should. But I think in doing so, it just means that you're more comfortable with your surroundings, and you're not trying to. See, this is. This goes it's like that leadership with Alpha. You're not trying to exclude anyone, but you're kind of like, well, I'm just gonna filter out if you can't handle like what I have to say. I'm not. I'm just not gonna deal with this. Like I'm exactly. filtering out. Exactly. I'll give you a fun fact. Okay. Okay. Alphas are more likely to be defensive drivers, meaning that if you well, my were, boyfriend would agree. <laughs> if, that. if you um, like say somebody cuts you off, do you honk the horn? and get mad or do you not honk the horn and just slow down and you know just let it be alphas are more likely to not honk the horn because omegas and betas are more likely to be aggressive to show that they're more dominant whereas alphas they don't Mm. need to do that because they're i don't know if i I think it's situation to situation because because i am it was a study i feel like i'm about 50 50 it depends on my mood like and I am very alpha. Like, in among my friends, I am the nucleus. I I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the life of the party, but I'm the one that my friends come to when they need something. Okay. I am, I wouldn't say, I probably, like, the mother is probably the best way to <clears> describe <throat> it, but I am the center of what brings my friends together. Mm-hmm. And I would probably be labeled as an alpha because I'm a bitch a lot of the time, but... I'm not. I don't think I would ever label myself as an omega or a beta. And I don't know. I kind I of honk my I wouldn't. I, my horn. I, I think that I, <laughs> I will not, if I can avoid an accident, I, do I need to honk a horn? No, because I'm going to be more focused on avoiding that accident. Exactly. But if I feel like it's necessary, I feel like someone's being dumb on the road, then I'm going to honk my horn to show you, okay, you need to kind of get back in line. It, I agree. I also think, like, if we're going 75 miles an hour and you're trying to cut me off, I'm less likely to honk my horn. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're situational in that sense. But if I'm going five miles an hour and you try cutting me off, I would probably lay my horn and I would ride your ass. Yeah. Because you're just like, what's the point? I just, to be honest, I don't deal with assholes very well. Because I'm a very, like, you can be honest and you can be truthful and you can be very firm and you don't have to be an asshole. But once you're an asshole, my inner bitch comes out and I'm like, all right, you want to play that game? Are you ready to snip your own ass? Yeah, I'm ready to bite you on the hind legs. I'm ready to lay it down. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it was basically saying is, is that alphas are more likely to take the shit and then hit a certain point and then just blow. Yeah, and then put it in place. Because if you think about it, if... Like, they take a pack, for instance. The betas and the omegas are the, the ones that are more likely to be the ones sprawling out and fighting and stuff like that. Yes. yes. Whereas the alpha will Sit deem back. it necessary when to intervene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody said fucks with the alpha, but they can, like, you know, pick and pick and pick. But the alpha will still be like, you know what? You're going to test me. You're going to test me. I feel like the people that are, like, all right, they're going to test me. They're going to test me. Whereas we'll get people on the phone who are automatically defensive. You can tell with people when they're automatically defensive, they feel like they have to prove something. And that's more of a beta or an omega yeah. Personality. So I was thinking about that customer today because yes. I was like, I don't care how many languages you speak. I don't really care what you make. Like, that's awesome. I'm so glad you have all those accreditations. It doesn't mean jack shit. 
if you're going to be an asshole right now. It doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. I really could care less because that doesn't even factor into what the situation's about. Have nothing See, to do I feel, with today and yeah. what's going on right now. Yeah. I feel like I float between an alpha and a beta. I think that's how most people are, though. I think it depends on the situation. You really need you know to learn place. when to exert yourself or mm-hmm. to reserve your energy. See, for yeah. me, I'm not confrontational. I hate confrontation. So at any chance I get, it, that's the weird part is that I'll usually back off. Like, if it gets to a certain point, I'll be like, you know what? It's not really worth my time. It's not really worth... But that's where you get it. It's not worth your time. I'm just going to back off, but I'm not not going to get defensive. Yeah. Getting defensive is usually, like, my last form Mm -hmm. of, like, survival kicking in. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I'm just like, you know what? It's just not worth it. Yeah. I'll just keep... I'll keep going, which is why I don't really feel like I'm a pack person. Yeah, you always describe yourself as nomadic. a lone wolf, and I can mm-hmm. kind of see that. Which there are wolves, there are wolves that travel outside the packs that love the idea of a pack, but they don't, they don't go into the pack, and they'll howl That's and kinda... they'll howl in correspondence, but they'll like make their little nesting farther away. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why. I'm not, like, I like the idea of werewolves, Yeah, but I'm not really a werewolf person. Oh, I'm a werewolf person. I feel like person. in most werewolf stories, though, you always have a tiny little village or a small out-of-the-way area where there's not many. There's usually just one. One wolf. One wolf, yeah. So when I think werewolf, I actually don't think of a pack. I don't think of, like, how vampires would be in a coven. I think of a one you wolf. You are absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Vampires about are that. more likely to stick together, and werewolves yeah. are actually more likely to be alone. I never thought of that. You don't ever see a pack of wolves howling at the moon on any, like pictures really no, you don't, it's like one. the image that you see when i think of a um wolf and a moon it's like one a so yeah. when i think werewolf i don't You're think more like a cat. I'm more like a cat you can actually <laughs> asian culture has were tigers what the fuck were tigers you gotta think wolves are not prominent in that area so they had human shapeshifters in a different sense so maybe maybe it's not shifting into a wolf maybe it's shifting into something maybe you are more like a giant cat like a lion or a tiger or maybe it's just something else. Like there are, there's stories of where bears, there's stories of where tigers, there's stories of where wolves, there's stories where of where bats, where spiders. It just depending we, on where you are can located. Can we please make something about where bears? Because <laughs> that sounds bears, like the bears. greatest fucking thing well, ever. Where bears? Where bears? Do you be a where bear? You want to be a where bear? Um, but it's all yeah, it's all prominent. I think it's based <laughs> a lot on your culture, and I think if you even look and you can see people you can kind of see how they identify themselves. And I always think people are broken up into two different animals. I think maybe more, but their totems basically range what is your predator and what is your prey. There is a sense where I say that I think you can easily be alpha in certain situations, and I think you can totally be omega in certain situations. And it just depends on what's happening. Are you outnumbered? Do you have your environment will kick in and it will cause you to 
evaluate the situation. Yep, what do you need to do? How many people, exactly. I, I want to know, and please leave comments, how many of you think that you are an alpha, omega, or beta? And I want you guys to be completely honest with yourself. Or a like, man, don't yeah. just straight up say, oh, oh no, I know I'm alpha. Oh, no, I know I'm alpha. Like, we all know everyone wants to be big and bad, but not everybody is big no, and bad. We are not true. fit it's to be big truth. and bad. We always have a leader, and we will always have followers. Mm-hmm. In order to be a leader, you first yeah. must know how to follow. And that's the respect. That is honestly the difference between a leader and a boss, too. Because a boss is not someone who's a natural-born leader. No, there's somebody who is, is somebody put who... into a position to learn what to do, yep. not how to do it. And I think if you can evaluate situations pretty well, or if you just know, like, hey, maybe you're the middleman, or maybe you're more nomadic, or maybe there's just something about you that you feel is not quite fitting into it, just whatever you feel you are, whatever you feel like your animal might be that calls <coughs> to you. I truly believe in that. Um, like I believe that my spirit guide animal is actually, and I dream about this quite often is an old lion, like an old male lion. I dream about it quite often and actually reading into it, it is a form of protection that your, your psyche goes into. So, I don't have one. I have like three. What well, do you, you can have multiple. Yeah. That's the thing. These three are very, and they come to me all the time. Yep. I think three is also, because I really believe in my family having witches. Okay. So I really believe that I come from a witch family. Um, I believe in it. And three is obviously a very prominent number. Yeah. So my three are a tortoise, <laughs> okay. um, the wolf, and a bear. I could see that. So those three are the ones that I relate to the most. When do you oh, ever okay. take it slow? I will see you being a tortoise. I, <laughs> I think yeah. it more is like what I wish to be. I do not have uh, patience. And I that. wish to have patience. I can see that. And something that. that I definitely You always have need. told me that. Mm-hmm. You're like, you are so patient. You... You, how do you do it? And this is probably why like, I have okay. very patient, significant others. Like it's, it's a trait I lack and I look for it in a partner. Like my boyfriend mm-hmm. who has an army of children and has taken on my two. He is so patient, so patient. And I'm not a very calm person. I'm very erratic and emotional. I don't think logically first. I think logically second okay so I need someone who's going to be my tortoise and as my wolf I am very big on protecting and I think of the bear as my motherly instincts yeah I think of a wolf as in like my the protector of my king and then of my pack and then as a mother I could see that okay I could totally see that um I feel like like, I was talking the other night about monkey. I totally, this is going to sound oh, yeah, funny. I feel like, I feel like if I were to take on, like, a bigger form, I would definitely have gorilla in me. And I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> gorilla, okay? And I'll tell you why. Because, You're going to be Harambe? Like? Oh, no. So, gorilla, and what it is is that I think that's, like, my motherly instinct. Like, when I have kids, oh. I think I'm going to definitely be, like, that gorilla mama, like, very caring. Oh. Like, it's you know? Yeah, yeah, like just very loving and kind. That's like my motherly instinct. You know what's so funny? I'm not like silverback going. Mine, like, yeah, no. <laughs> mine, mine would have to be an elephant. If we're talking I about motherly instincts, I would have to say I'm an elephant. I could see that. Because that is very you, very fitting. Um, I would say I'm a crow or a raven. Okay, I could definitely see that. And then I feel like more raven. 
I think ravens are a little bit softer than a crow. I think crow has a more... I mean, both of them crow, have a like, negative... Crow is like, eat shit. Ravens are more... Crows are beautiful, too. Like, crows and they're are... Fun, ravens are... Ex- crows are extremely yeah. intelligent, but so I could definitely ravens. feel like you're more of a, of a raven if you gave me yeah. the choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I would pick for you. Um, <laughs> like, I... And then, like, a cat... Okay. Is also another thing because cats are very independent. Yeah. They're very, they they're, they're very also nomadic, nomadic as well. Too. I was gonna say, so like, that's kind of like just my personality in general. So mm-hmm. this is what you would be a skin skin crawler. Like these are the three things that you would. Pick yeah. As an animal. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can dig it. Yeah. See, I think but my other. Two... I like the raven thing because, like, I'm not a very like. Yeah, if I, I were to raven. think as like being a sexy person, like ravens, they. Don't they? Ravens mate? are gorgeous. That's why I got this one don't on me. Don't they mate for life too? Are they? Um, I don't know that. I know that there's a there's a few animals yeah. who only mate with who one another. Who only mate with one another, and they I only not, have one mate for the rest. Yeah. Of I know life. penguins do, obvious. And otters. And otters. And swans. No, but I could totally see raven. I could, I could, I love ravens. I think they're absolutely because, beautiful. like, when you think of like a bird or like, yeah. I want to say a dragon, but I'm not really a dragon. Let's just put it there. <laughs> I'm more like a gecko that likes to look its eye. <laughs> what would be your other two? Um, I would definitely the second one would be a wolf. I've always felt a wolf, and I think that's prominently from my dad and my mom. I feel like my mom's got, like, sometimes she's got, like, that instinct that I feel uh, puts her into that wolf category, but not, like, the aggression. And my dad, if you ever get the chance to meet him, he's very dog mentality, very wolf mentality. He he can make you nervous just by staring at you. He's got these, like, super ice blue eyes, and he makes everyone sometimes just uncomfortable by that stare. So I think that just being in my blood, I've always related to a wolf. I think they're also absolutely gorgeous creatures. And I think in essence, like when it comes down to me, like also being around children, in essence, it's kind of like another motherly instinct where I feel like I'm just guarding like my children as a wolf. As a female pack leader. Yeah. You got to take care of your business. And it's it's kind of like at, at anyone else's expense, you're taking care of your own. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And um, I think, so I have two as my other ones. I definitely think one is a bird. Um, I've obviously got the raven tattoo because I love it. I love ravens. And everyone's like, oh, is that because Edgar Allan Poe? And I was like, I love no. Him never more. I love him. It's because uh, I've always just loved darker birds. But I think if I had to choose, it would probably actually be a hawk is what I would most huh. likely resemble with that bird because that's a symbol that's I want to meet populated. the person who has a spirit. Hey, close that door. <sighs> and what's cool is uh, in Viking mythology, uh, so my boyfriend has a tattoo of a wolf, so he calls it his little hax wolf, and then I've got the tattoo of a raven, and in Viking mythology, ravens and wolves are actually really compatible, and that the ravens will actually befriend wolves, and they will stick together when it comes to hunting and everything like that. It's That's really crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yep. And so you have so compatible. I know. It kind of works out well, and so I feel like I meet people that are compatible that way, and then if I were to choose a prey animal, people are really going to make fun of me, but Mike calls me a little frog. Oh! <laughs> he's like, you're my little fox, you're my little frog. And I could see both of those. And he's actually a little tattoo with a heart that has a frog in it. And that's like his little symbol for like me. For you? My little, his little Burke's frog. Oh, 
I think become works. one with the skinwalker. Become one with your animals. Like, you might have, like, five or six in you that you're like, ooh, today I'm feeling... Dude, that's the best part. <laughs> Don't limit yourself. That's yeah, the best exactly. part is meditating on which animal you choose to be. Or mm-hmm. what queen or goddess or warrior you choose to yeah. be. Meditate on what you want. Exactly. And experience the beauty in all of it. And manifest it. Fake it till you make it. Believe oh, in it. Oh, Anna's the queen of that. I am. Yeah, manifestation. Oh, did you know Walmart stole your fucking quote? What's my quote? Which one? The struggle is real. It is real. Anna (laughs) has been saying that for as long as I have known her. The struggle is real. I have never seen it in memes or really anything on the internet. Yeah, until you know, until like you know, I like put it out there. And I was at Walmart the other day, and I saw this sweater that said "The struggle is real," and I was like, Anna needs to put copyrights on her shit because she could have had a lot of money. What did you say earlier? Like something I've been just on the struggle bus or something, riding the struggle bus hard. Gosh, it's it's true though. Life, like I feel like every time you get to this high point, it's like a new high, and then it's like boom, a new low. recession. Here's a new <laughs> low. It's going lower than you ever but thought, but hey, you went higher than you ever thought. That's the beauty of life. Ebbs and flows. <laughs> Those exactly. were my angels. Oh. <laughs> um. So we hope that that kept you intrigued for another episode. Stay tuned. We will be producing these more and then taking another short break, putting out some cool merchandise. So uh, keep up with our website as well. We'll be posting on our YouTube page once we get all that situated. Yes, and if you want a shout-out or want to be a part of one of our um, podcasts, hit us Talk up Talk to and us. let us know. We'll, we'll us. let you know if you make the cut. No. Yeah, and don't be a fucking <laughs> creep. <laughs> don't be a weirdo. <laughs> Just be like, hey, I feel like I have... I have what it takes. And I want to talk about this more, and we will talk about that with you. I have what you can sit with us. You can <laughs> sit with us. We wear pink on Wednesday? Yeah. Yes. yes, we wear pink on Wednesday. Lisa and I always wear black. So A wall will be the pink one. That can I told you, queen, over here. <laughs> I got this. Um, okay, and this is Mandy signing out. This is Lisa. And it's AWOL. Hi, hey. You guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. And always remember to have a higher train of thought. Welcome to our side of the tracks. You're jumping off. <laughs>